to this episode of the Queen's Pitch Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Kara. And here we are after another game on a Wednesday night. These are our favorite games to recap for the Wednesday night. Except that we did not do it last night after the game because we were both speechless. Kara was mute. Literally. And I didn't have anything nice to say. And my mom always said, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So we felt like we would wait till today. And here we are. We're going to recap that game last night. We played NYCFC on the baseball field, and that wasn't fun. And we ended up tying one-to-one. How do you feel about that, Kara? You know, not our best game there, Bridget. I didn't love it. I'm going to be honest, and this is horrible, but that second half was as boring as crap. And I almost fell asleep. No, I really didn't fall asleep. But I was really like, are we going to do anything? I was lost. No one had colored shoes on, by the way, at the beginning, and it just threw me all all off. I couldn't tell who was who, what was what. It didn't matter because no one was really doing anything, so whatever. Whew. Okay, so I have a question for you. Let's just I'm going to start out with the heavy hitters. So we saw the lineup that came out yesterday. It was a crazy lineup, and I sent you a message, I know, in the group chat, and I said, what is this? I am completely confused. So I started the match out completely confused and I ended it completely confused. (laughs) So I don't think it changed at all. And so let's talk about that. So we had a full as a midfielder. We had Bill as a right back and DJ as a center back. And we started Camille and, and we started Gaines on the other. Okay. So we, we just switched it all up. Laddie just thought, what the heck? It's been a break. Let's throw everybody out there. We haven't played in a while. Excuse me, Bridget. Well, I get, I get my smelling salts. Maybe we should give them to Latanzio too, because maybe everybody just needs one because they were all kind of asleep or not real awake or something over there. I don't know what he was doing. I I think he had too much time on his hands over the holiday. He probably didn't celebrate the fourth because he's from Italy. So he probably had a little too much time on Tuesday and got a little, maybe had a couple of whiskeys or something. I don't know. He came up with this lineup. Anyway, it was crazy, and I was just like, what in the world are we doing? So we sat Bender and Bronico for a full in the midfield. Part of this reasoning we expected, right? We expected Derek Jones in for Milanda with a short injury, which we really hope he'll be good later this month. But I really do think for the next two weeks, we're only going to see DJ. So I think we should just resign ourselves to that fact. But I think a full was in because it was his 200th appearance for MLS, which congratulations to him. That's a really big milestone and we're happy to have him on our team, but it didn't make sense where he was, except that that's kind of the position he plays when he is working as a left back. He goes into that spot normally, but yet here we have everything weird again because we have Vernon for him and burn is not on the right side we have bill again and i think we all saw how that went yeah <laughs> somebody said i think I, I was reading on the twitter where someone said who knew that bill could make burn look that much better <laughs> i mean i've been telling you i've been telling you <laughs> i burned didn't do so well i mean he didn't do so bad last night so i'm not i'm not mad at him the little dude on that side but it was just a not. It was just. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Because we have, like you said, we have Mora, we have Lindsay, we have Sobachinsky, we have people. We even had Bronico play left back one time, but instead we're over here playing around and putting a fool in as a as a 
as a midfielder, it just didn't make any sense to me. And I was confused. And someone said, well, maybe it's because he's saving people for for Cincinnati game. That's just a stupid – that's a stupid reason I felt like on my own. But I don't know what he was thinking. Anyway, it was just confusing. And it didn't it didn't turn out well. So let's just go ahead and go into our wraths. My first wrath is going to be on Latanzio. I'm, I'm just not going to hold – I'm not holding back today. I'm completely confused by the guy. I was telling Danny earlier today, my friend Danny – with the Charlotte soccer show, I was telling him that it's like my kids, my kids coach, he's out there and he's talking to the kids and they want to learn more. They want to learn more. They want to do better. They want to learn new skills and new techniques that they see Ronaldo or Messi do or somebody Mbappe. And he says, you can't do those new things and do this new stuff until we learn the basics. Well, we haven't learned the basics. Our team can't pass. We're not good at passing. We're not good at ball distribution. Cleaning needs to do some work on that lots of work we're not good at set pieces so basically we can't do the basics that they teach our kids when they're five six seven eight nine ten year olds so we're out here doing this laddie strategy huh, that rhymes laddie strategy that no one can do and we can't even do the basics so why didn't he just i don't know i'm confused why do you think that he's continuing to do this like the, the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing with the same results it makes no sense being that I am not an experienced soccer coach or any sort of anything, I mean, I don't have very many good answers for you, except that it is not working and we're pretty much fed up. So with some of the distribution problems, I just figured that Kalina was like, oh, this is the baseball field. You know, I might as well see if I can do a home run, right? Put it all the way into the stands and then maybe they'll give us a point. I was saying more like a foul ball. At some point... And I know that I say this a lot because I'm pro marks. <laughs> at some point, we really do have to start to look at. Kalina needs to do something better about that distribution mess. Yes, because he's hurting us, and he makes a lot of saves. Don't get me wrong. Yes, a plus for his saves yesterday. He makes some good saves, but most goalies can't make saves. And like, I think it was like Eric and Lloyd had said said at one point. When he did, when somebody shot it and he stopped it, and he was like, Well, any goalkeeper in the MLS will stop that. So you have to look at it like that, too. But if he can't control the ball and he can't set up our team up for success, then he's only setting himself up for failure and he's setting up everybody else. Right. And if he's not being a helpful part of the team, I don't understand why we can't look at maybe there are other options because we do have two other good, great goalkeepers sitting on the bench. Especially last night when Isaac Walker was there, too. He's going to the MLS Next Pro All-Stars for the goalkeeper award. So he's not a bad goalkeeper. Don't get me wrong. I still want George ahead of him. I'm just saying we have other options. We don't have to always stick with Kalina if it's not working out. I think that it's just one more point to show how disjointed we are right now. And we really need this opportunity to gel. And what's really scary is we've got another two weeks to be like, look, we have game after game after game. We're not really going to get that opportunity, but they sure as heck better do so before the League's Cup, or I guess they'll just bow out of the League's Cup pretty quick, and then there we go. We've got a whole month to gel with hopefully some more transfers that we do get in to to make this quality on the pitch better because it's just not doing very well. And the passing was just atrocious because at least five of our players had really terrible giveaways pretty much constantly they kept losing control and possession of the ball or just it being ricocheting or bad passing and 
in a team like NYCFC, you can't do that, especially on this tiny baseball pitch. Like it is narrower and not as depth wise, quality wise, because, uh, you know, you've also got the sod that's down there for the baseball field. And so you got to think when they're running on it, NYCFC, they know this is their home field. They've got that advantage to it. And Charlotte has never played on that too. But then when you've got the passing and you don't quite understand where people are because they're pinched in a little more, it was just really obvious how bad that was. But as professionals, they should be able to do better than what we saw. But especially when we got burned on that terrible goal and those times in defense where we were playing, like I like to call, beehive ball. That's what our kids play. That's what kids play that are in elementary school. We should be able to do much better than that, which is why it's so frustrating as a fan. Like, I'm sure they're going to look at it, and I'm sure they're frustrated by their performance last night. They know that was absolute crap, especially that second half. Like, they honestly should do better. And so they're going to go out there, and they are going to look at that and hopefully take that into Saturday. But while we got a point, it's not necessarily one to be proud of. At least it's very hard to feel proud of it. And luckily they had McKenzie there to even get a goal for them. And thank God he just shot the ball. Because, I mean, no one was set up to pass it to. No one's there to do anything with it. I was going to say Enzo wasn't even up there, but he had got hurt. So I can't even blame Enzo. It was a hot mess. And luckily Gaines shot that ball in with all that. Arfield tried to. He just, his just didn't go in. He tried. But, yeah, it was like there was nothing. There was nothing. And I like Westwood a lot. But when Westwood's off, it takes the whole team down because he's not he's not controlling the ball. And he missed a bunch of passes last night. I don't know what it was, but he missed a bunch of passes. And if we don't do better at it, we don't have a chance. We can sit here and talk all week long about how our defense needs to do X, Y, Z. But if our goalkeeper can't distribute the ball to our midfield and our midfield can't pass it up in the final third, then it doesn't really matter. It's a moot point. And like even Latanzio said in his press conference last night, which whatever, he said that we should have lost by more or we should have lost. Yeah. <laughs> and that he that we were lucky that we only got one. So when the coach is saying that, I'm kind of pissed that A, he's saying that, but I mean, at least he's being honest. But B, do something about it, Latanzio. Do something. Put the guys in the position that they are meant to be in and then if they do well at that then let's move with people around but if we can't do that and you're sitting your right back and your left back on the bench so you can move your freaking center back over there and play your midfielder back in the center back and your and your left back in the mid it's just it's just a hot I can't even get behind them anymore I, I mean don't get me wrong I'm not on the fire laddie train but I'm on the I don't know what laddie's thinking train anymore well, especially when this is the team that he came from. You know, we can only harp on those things so much. But I will say that my wrath feels very obvious in that it's going to go to Bill because he was completely out of space where he was supposed to be. And extremely obviously, he made the, you know, you remember that time, that game against Atlanta where we had Bronico on, was it left back? And then we had... Uh, burn on right back as normal, but we just got completely torn apart that game because they were like, oh, we'll give you the wings. But guess what? The wings are closer this time. And if Bill keeps cheating into the center, that's why we left it open. I don't know what he was thinking, but he kept trying to do DJ's job. Yeah, and where was Carujo? Carujo's just by there trying to save everything. He was trying to save it. He couldn't do anything. He was, and it's not his fault that he can't play the full 90 minutes. Right. 
but then Sobochinsky, I mean, he's on his way out and we know some of the reasons, like I would assume it's because he's not playing what Latanzio needs him to play and he's big on clearances. So obviously we can see why he's not as hot in that position, but there's also not as much forward movement. Like I think there's been some things that Sobochinsky had brought at times, but Certainly didn't make it an improvement yesterday. No, he kept missing it yesterday. I, kept, I was just thinking everybody was discombobulated in that second half. I don't understand. You have Bender who's been playing really, really well, and we just left him on the bench. For what reason? Just because we wanted to put our field in or we wanted a fool? Well, a fool could have got his 200th game on the back line. Where it would have made sense. But no. Right. So this is hot mess express stuff. Who do we blame? And then Enzo got hurt or pulled a hamstring or whatever the heck. Who do we blame for that? Our guys can't play a whole 90 minutes because they get tired. They get hurt every other game. Is We have strengthening coaches, right, and conditioning coaches. I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say those coaches aren't doing really well because that's their one job is to make sure that these guys are conditioned to play 90 minutes, right? And they're not. I don't think that's quite fair. Enzo's just come back from an injury and he wrenched his knee because sometimes with an injury you are – more susceptible to re-injure other things that have been trying to make up for whatever it is that is injured. And so I think... I'm not blaming Enzo. I'm blaming the the strength and conditioning people. Right. But I don't think that's necessarily part of the problem in this case because I think that's one of the reasons why they won't let Corujo play a full 90 minutes. I think that's the reason why is because they're like saying, hey, he shouldn't. And I think that's why they wouldn't let Enzo come back. And you know why he was so salty about it. And then now, look, he got hurt again. Now, whether that's a typical get, you know, get injured, we don't know yet. We still don't haven't heard what the matter was. But it looked like he had a weird issue with his knee. And we all know knees are incredibly serious. So, I mean, I'm glad they took him out to see what's up with him. But you could tell he was frustrated and he didn't want to be taken off. They said he's going to get carried off on that stretcher and you knew full well Enzo was not going out on that stretcher like if he's going out on a stretcher like he he about half did so yeah he saw that stretcher and he hopped up real fast he was like no we, we're not playing that game you gotta admire that about his character though I do I do I just thought I got tickled by because I was like look at Enzo he's he's hopping up real fast when he saw that stretcher he's like and I even said it when when the commentator's like oh they're bringing straight I'm like he's not hitting on that thing <laughs> he's not What's he going to do, sit on it and wave at everybody as the dudes carry him out? No. I mean, if he was really hurt, but he wasn't that hurt. I mean, he was mad. He was he was pretty angry, though. I just think that New York City had our number this time. They were like, look, we're not getting beat a fourth time by Charlotte FC. So I think they studied a little more, and it was a little easier to close down our passing lanes because a number of time it was like we didn't have an option. We dribbled into a block and then couldn't get the ball back out. And I think that led to so many turnovers or so many options of where we were just not able to utilize our wingers as much as normal. And I, part of our game is that we like to go wide. We like to force that width to give us more space and we just could not, and we did not know how to play with that. And honestly, we should have, we should have had a better strategy for how to deal with that and been had better control on the ball, which it was plain to see New York City had that advantage. We saw them play some very, I thought, really nice passing. I was like, how do they keep pulling this off? But no, I mean, I think they had the better quality team last night. I can't, 
I can't fault them for that. They were just incredibly unlucky at scoring uh, more than they did. Good that Bill didn't give up any more, but. We were out shot 21 to 3. 21 to 3, I think that's what Carol said. And that's insane. That's a lot. We need to do better. We could not get on their half of the pitch in the second half at all. Well, that first point, we parked the bus. We was like, peace out, Cub Scouts. We're just going to go for a ride now. I think that's slightly unfair. There was a couple moments like Swiderski should have had a goal. And Enzo had a really good one that should have, you know, would have been a nice attempt. But other than that, yes, you're right. We didn't have very much attacking power at all. We had like zero creativity just about. Although one nice moment was when our field had a really cool thing. We were all like, oh, that was a nice nutmeg. Please keep that happening. It did not. Mostly because we couldn't control the ball. (laughs) Well, at least it was a good sign out of the guy. It was like a bit of glitter. He was like, I'm not going to pass the ball. I'm going to go in and just try to shoot it. You know, can't fault the guy for actually shooting. That was one of our three shots. I don't even think we have a one yellow card, though. If if Swiderski got the yellow card, so we did good there. Well, Swiderski didn't get the yellow, although there is some contention over that among statistic sites. However, I'll say he didn't because it, it went to hack at the same moment, and Carol didn't do anything. It was confusing. But also, Bill did get one, which he deserved one, so not going to argue that. How many is he got? Does he get to sit out anytime soon? I've only got one listed for him. Well, at least it wasn't a one goal, so we can't be mad at him. Okay, so let's do something good. Let's talk about some of the good stuff. Let's let's wrap it up with some of the good stuff before we come into Cincinnati on Saturday. So let's talk about what good happened last night. I'm going to let you start with I your think it favorite. very obviously has to go to my man Mackenzie Gaines for that beautiful shot right in that space and the shot that came off with a lot of talent because, honestly, so many people would have worked rocketed it into the stands like we saw new york city do most of the night um and Kalina, and Kalina. but <laughs> mckenzie had the composure to put it in the back of the net with a just a beautiful space and new york just had to watch it happen it was amazing and you know he's so humble like it didn't he celebrated it but he just looked like all right let's go i'm serious let's play some more like, I really felt like he wanted to be there and make a difference. And I really appreciated that last night. So I'm really glad he got a goal. That's the thing about him. I like, he's a humble guy. And he said, after they did an interview with him after the game, and he was just real humble about it. But they asked him, they said, because Ben Bender had got married and he scored a hat trick. And then Mackenzie got engaged. And so then he scores and they asked him if it was what, if it had anything to do with that. And he said, obviously, it has to do with the love in the air. <laughs> and I thought that was super cute. Uh, that he said that, but he also said that he wanted to prove to Chris, he wanted to prove to Latanzio that he, that by letting him start, by having faith in him start, and he wanted to show that, that, that he can do it. That that's, you start me because I can do it. And I love it when that happens because it's like, I can do it. I can do it. And then he gets out there and he does it. And then he did his little baseball, hit it out of the park on the baseball field. That was his little celebration afterwards. It's just nice to see people like that good the good guys score i mean they're all good but you know what i'm saying it's nice to see the humble ones do that right well and he's been giving so like he's been giving good service with so many assists like he's had that on his plate for a while so it's really nice to get him a goal this time and i think he almost would have had two if we if he would have been in that back pole um at the right moment because i think that's part of the problem was that one time that was coming to him and where he would have been 
he was coming into the center um, to back up Carol on one of the one of the plays. But he had a he had a very good moment. He did not take away from very much of what we had on the pitch last night, which is kind of saying something because again, this was not a great game for us. So his control and his distribution and passing and things like that, they weren't a problem for him, even though many of other players had that issue last night. Yeah, he's a good guy. I hope we I hope we see more out of him. I think we will. It's just he's because he gets he gets passed over a lot because of the Merrim and the Camille and and then Vargas. So it's just nice to see him get the start too. I like being able to you know, to give everybody their shots. And he went out and did what he had to do. So good for him. Anyway, on that note, so my favor is going to go to. I guess there's really not a lot of favors to give out today, but we're going to go with Derek Jones. That guy is a beast. I say it every time. You put him wherever you need to put him at, he's there. He, did he get burned a couple times last night? Yes. But that's because the guy's doing everything. He's in the middle trying to save headers that Kalina's distributing all over the place. He's out there trying to save the day. He did that one little kicky kick thing, save the ball, try to save the ball when a fool got hurt. Like he was out there trying to do it too. And when he, I like when he goes back in the box, he's real cute with it. He puts his hand behind his back so he makes sure he doesn't get a handball. He's technical. He's a technical guy. I like that. And I never noticed how technical he is about playing, but he's very technical for him to be such a large presence out there. And no matter what Latanzio asks him, asks him to do, he does it. So I like the little workhorse, Derek Jones. Yeah, I think that's underrated of him, honestly, that he can play two positions and play them well enough to start. For both of them I mean again I don't I think Melanda replaces him when he is healthy but for Derek Jones to be still out there and in that you know trusted in that center back role that says something about what he brings to this pitch and to this team and what he offers and part of it is of course that <laughs> you can't get the ball away from him and the one time that guy tried you can very obviously tell <laughs> That uh, you know, it's it's a foul. Um, he took Derek's legs out from under him, and he's a tall guy, tall big guy. So that doesn't happen very often. So I found it hilarious that it did happen. Quite honestly, because there was the confusion along the back line with positioning and where we needed to go. Because we saw when Sobachinsky came in, he was on the side where Derek was. So Derek moved over into to be beside Bill. And I, you know, that's where we got the problem with the goal. So maybe it was that Bill had gotten used to where Karuha was and how he was backing things up. But just that whole change again along that back line with where are you, where are we supposed to be, who are we supposed to be covering created some of that confusion. And without, without DJ, there probably would have been more, but I still think the issue with the goals and shots is is more of a full team thing than just on one person on the back line. And I will say, we talked about Bill earlier, and I forgot to mention this part, but I really enjoyed how many times he invited a very good foul from the other team um, and took that going down. So I thought that was done well with skill, and he deserves some of that praise. Oh, yeah. Well, see, we can give people praise. We can point it out what they might want to do better, and we can give them some praise. 
we did see a little bit of goodness out of our field. We've, we mentioned that a little bit. He did some, he had some little sparks of some goodness out there. Camille was back. Okay, so Camille had some spots of goodness that and we're glad that he's back, but he also did some distribution. He had some distribution errors as well. Last time. He wasn't as hot, but he give him time. Let's give him time. Right. He just got back. So it was good to see him out there. I'm glad to see him back on the on the pitch. And Carol had a couple missteps last night, too, but he was there. So anyway, I don't know if we have any other highlights. Do you have any other highlights? No, I think it, it, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing what more our field brings to this, but I'm also really hoping we haven't put all of our eggs in one basket with our field and we're starting to get some other movement on the transfer front because we need some help. And it's good that um, the expectation is that the Santos leaving will be announced very soon by the club since now there are rumors of someone hunting for him. It'll be interesting to see who they announce first, Santos or Sobochinski, since both of those have been rumored. Yeah, I think that we saw that. And then we also saw that Nuno, Nuno's going to be going, maybe. So that'll free up some space on the caps. And maybe we can get some new people there. I like Sobochinski, but he need, he if he needs to go somewhere else to do better, I think he's supposed to go to like a Polish place. And that might be way better for him. Yeah, he's got a young family. Right, so that'll be that might be really good for him to do that. No, no ill will towards him at all. But I know Laddie said he wanted two, two to th- three people this during this trade, and I hope Arfield's not the only one. Yeah, I hope I almost hope we get four. Let's not let's not get excitable. Okay, we still have to get rid of a couple other people on the lineup, not on our lineup, but on our roster that's just holding spots. If we can free up Nuno's six hundred grand, and then we can free up. I don't know what we're going to do about Andre, but I know with like Nuno, if we can trade him to that Portuguese place so we can get him money, at least free it up. And that'll be good for Nuno. He can start over in Portugal, get his life back together. That'll be great for him. I hope we can get somebody though, because Inter Miami's out there getting everybody. Yes. Yes. Every day seems to bring a new Inter Miami potential player that we're all like, hi, are you just going to field an entire team of internationals that are on a different level? And what about the rest of us playing you? Well, we're certainly all wondering how that's going to work, but I guess we'll see in a few weeks. Yeah, let's hope Zoran pulls something through. But on that note, I guess we should wrap it up. On Saturday night, we have a game and hopefully we will win that one. It's going to be tough. Cincinnati's a tough one. But good news, we won't have Brandon. They won't have Brandon Vasquez. That is good news. I mean, not that he's hurt. He's on the U.S. team. I hope everybody has a great week. And until next time, be safe. Bye bye.